We're back. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? We're back with another episode of Kicking It with the King. It's good to be back, ladies and gentlemen. Along with us, we're able to make it. We finally were able to make it. As crazy as it sounds. You, you, you can only imagine how many fucking times that I tried to put the show together and it didn't work. Um, obviously, we're not in our normal area of residence. Like I said, I'm always busy. There's always things to do. There's always things to... Uh, obviously that I have going on that I have to do that I have to attend to and my time is limited so you got to make the best of what you have ladies and gentlemen so I said it's good to be back um, obviously Sunday October 11, 2020 it's good to be back um, welcome to the show yesterday was pretty good man the fights were amazing dude but oh my god they were just back to back finishes back to back but we'll talk about that we'll talk about everything that happened in UFC Fight Island 5 amongst many other things on this episode ladies and gentlemen we got some time today it's not like we have to be anywhere anytime specifically but we do have a time frame and um but that time frame is nowhere near soon so don't worry about that sit back and relax ladies and gentlemen and obviously we'll get things started follow us on twitter at kw TK Pod as well as um, Instagram, KWTK Pod, G the King Official on Instagram and Twitter, ladies and gentlemen, and, and so forth. So um, let me just start it all off by uh, telling the story exactly. So uh, last night, right, I, I, I work two jobs. I work five days a week, basically, about six days a week, if anything. Um, and I had finished the job, right? We finished the job, we were off. I do night shifts, I do morning shifts, depending on the uh, hours and stuff, um, how much to change. Mainly, I always do night, night shifts. It's always guaranteed that I'm going to do a night shift job. So, I got off at the morning, at one or two in the morning. It's usually one, but the restaurant um, really likes to, uh, what is it, like, they want to see if there will be more sales and stuff if they close right now versus closing a little earlier, which is only an hour, which was only like freaking three or so customers that came in the last hour or so, and it was like all split, so it's like they all came with one customer for 20 minutes or so, it's like you know a lot about restaurants and business and, and just anything has to do with customers entering the store, that's a long time to wait in between customers, you wouldn't make money like that if that was an everyday thing, so uh, it's pretty crazy to say but yeah, so that's not even the point. The point is, we, we, we breeze through the day at work. It's a long ass hours. Uh, we get to the ending part of the day, and it's like, oh my god, this shit is just dragging. It's just drags. It's just like literally dragging. And then um, after that, so basically, I get out, right? I go to the store. I pick up a couple of my tart lemonades, the little cans, the ones that look like little rock stars. Those give you a fucking buzz. And let me let me just fucking tell you, those give you a hangover too, because I still have a hangover from yesterday. Uh, last night, it was probably about like a few hours, maybe like four or five hours ago, right? So I went to bed probably like around three in the morning, and specific time, and it's California, and the weather is so beautiful, by the way. You guys are the weather. The weather is absolutely stunning. It's absolutely amazing, and I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad. I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and complain about the weather because, like, damn, we've been waiting for this kind of weather for a long ass time. So uh, I'm gonna continue to enjoy it. If I'm not freezing my ass off. I'm good, baby. That's all that matters. So that's what I was saying. Point being, my card. All right. I don't bank with any specific bank. I don't use Bank of America. I don't use Chase Bank. I use Golden One. So my card, my pre my debit card, but it's a prepaid debit card, obviously. It's not like prepaid or anything. Obviously, money gets loaded on it as I get paid and stuff in my normal jobs, and my income's generated on there, right? But it, obviously, like, sometimes, you know, the companies have technical difficulties, right? And um, they had technical difficulties, and they have it from time to time. It's been a little bit of time since it's happened, but it, it gets to the point where you can't check your balance on the app on your phone, you can't even call the number on the back of the card to check your balance through there. And like I said, your card doesn't even fucking work. So like, I tried to go to the ATM once to see what the fuck was going on. And um, I checked and it wouldn't even let me see my balance. It would take a long on the load on the, uh, the screen and then it, it says your balance is unavailable. And at this time you can't use it. It's like essentially your card doesn't work. 
your card will not fucking work at all. So that's what happened last night, right, ladies and gentlemen? And mind you, I don't drive. I don't like to drive. There, there's too many fucking stupid-ass motherfucking people driving on this road that are on their phones that don't pay attention. And honestly, I just don't even want to, like, you know, I don't even really want to waste my fucking time to do it, if you will. And, uh, you know, it's like, on top of that, you know, I get hella nervous sometimes, you know, I have massive road rage, and if someone were to hit me or crash into me, I think, honestly, I would get out and beat the fuck out of some motherfucker, so, yeah, I think I'd rather save myself some jail time with that bullshit, but anyway, so, like I said, the car didn't work, so, mind you, I work, and I, I, it's not somewhere you can just walk all the way home. Or you can, it takes like about two hours, and it's a long last time, and it was an eight hour shift, and it was a long last night, okay, and I don't think anybody wants to, as long as they have access to Uber and Lyft, and oh my god, we'll get into Uber right now after this section, oh boy, do I have something for you guys, um, so, I sit there, I check, try to check my balance a couple more times, maybe ten minutes goes by, I try to check my balance again, and I'm just like, fuck, dude, fuck, what am I gonna do? Am I going to sit here? I'm, I don't have anybody to call. There's nobody I could call. I can't ask any Uber drivers for any sympathy or help. Not sympathy. That's what that, that I look for. I was like, I'm not going to fucking walk home. I'm not I'm not, I'm not into that kind of shit. I'm, I will sit here and I will wait until the time is right. And I, if my car does this so many times. I, after so many times, it, it does it. But, you know, maybe like an hour. I said, please wait for two hours until something like, like we're having technical difficulties, and it was like, oh my god, so technical difficulties were around two hours, I didn't wait around two hours, I waited probably about 20 minutes, which was, thank, you know, thank god, maybe, maybe they started having technical difficulties an hour or two before that, or an hour or so before that, so I didn't really have to worry too much about that, um, it's the longest story ever, huh, I'm talking about, every, uh, I'm talking about long story short, long story short, my ass, so my card ends up working, I have over $500, over like a grand or something in, in that specific account, right, and I was just like thinking, I'm like, dude, I can't use any of my fucking money, I can't pull money out, I can't pay anybody to, you know, maybe give me a ride, and the only thing was, I just needed a ride from my job to my house, because it's about like, it's about like six miles, and honestly, with all these motherfuckers that drive color crazy, a lot of truck drivers, heavily, you know, Northern California, Central, whatever you want to call it, there's lots of cars, lots of truck drivers, as is there are a lot of cars everywhere, but this road and the road specifically doesn't have sidewalks, and, you know, there's very, very few sidewalks, and it's a very busy, business-heavy road, and there's a lot of warehouses and shit like that, so you got to watch out for where you're going, and hence, my clothes, uh, my outfit, it's actually dark, so, um, I, I wear a dark outfit because, you know, that's the clothes that they supply you with. They make you wear black pads, black slip-resistant shoes, and, um, what is it? And a black shirt with the logo, obviously, on it. I'm not going to tell you guys which one so you don't come in here and stalk me and try to shoot the place up or some shit. Uh, but, uh, going from, going from that, uh, we actually, uh, don't you dare even try to come over here and talk to me. Fucking weirdo. Um, but yeah, so basically my car had worked, I pulled up a lift, and, uh, I got, I was able to get a ride, so I went home, man, alright, after that, I was fucking hungover, drank two cup, two, uh, Mike's Hard Lemonades, pretty fucking buzz, I know, Oh, you're a lightweight, two Mike's Hards, really getting that freaking, I mean, I don't know, I just didn't drink enough, I haven't been drinking a lot of water like crazy lately, man, like, I haven't even, it's not even been at the top of my list, like, I have not been drinking water. It's not that, like, I'm sick or anything else along those lines. It's just, I don't know. I, I just, it's just, it's going to sound, this is going to sound completely weird right now. It's completely sound confused. But I, I just feel like, I feel like I don't have time. If that makes sense. Is that, is that weird to say? Like, I feel like I don't have time. I mean, I, I don't sometimes, but. You know, sometimes you can get dehydrated and, uh, you know, uh, not necessarily feel the best you can feel and perform the best that you can. But, um, you know, it's, it's just good and it's important to obviously drink and hydrate, especially if it's hot, especially if you're active, especially if you're working and stuff. So, uh, yeah, 
probably some message to myself. Take your own goddamn advice, Gabriel. All right, um, so let's move along, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, um, I'm going to get my haircut later today, too, by the way. It's been so long. I think, like, since the start of the pandemic. I haven't got a haircut since, like, the start of the fucking coronavirus shit. When it started, like, in March and shit, I haven't got a haircut since then. So it's pretty crazy. I'm excited. You know, obviously, they look a little bit more better about yourself. <laughs> Not that I feel bad about myself or nothing or like that, but anytime someone gets a new look or anything like that, it's pretty exciting. So, um, yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll do have that later. Obviously, I work a little later tonight as well, so... Uh, we got a whole stack. We got a stack day today, so we're starting the day off right doing the podcast. Um, and now we can go and segue into last night's fight. Oh my God! It was just back to back to back phenomenal fights, phenomenal finishes. The heavyweights delivered. The uh, the everybody, the the middleweights, everybody, all the fucking guys that were there. I can't remember the names, but to top it off, man. You, there's no fucking way that we can go without talking about the amazing thing. What's the guy's name? I forgot. I, I, I don't. It's not that I don't know his name. It was a guy that essentially added himself to the history books with that fucking Superman like fucking video game spinning shit kind of thing that he that that he pulled out. What's it? What the fuck is his name? I'd like to acknowledge it properly. So uh, let me see. Let me pull it up on Instagram. Okay, where is he at? Where is he at? Where is he at? Okay, here we go. Um, congrats to Chris Dawkins. Congrats to Corey Sanhagen. Oh, my God. Oh, Joaquin Buckley. Joaquin. Yeah. Joaquin Buckley with the highlight reel knockout over uh, Ampa Kasagani. Um, Impa Kesagani, yeah, yeah. So um, he, he, here, here we go. We're look at the, we're gonna look at the kick right now. Oh my god, it was just fucking insane, dude. Oh my fucking gosh. Oh, my. it was like a highlight reel knockout. Like he throws the kick, he catches it, and then boom, he turns around like a spinning 360 roundhouse kick the face, bro, it was, it was like some shit that you've seen in a video game, on top of that, Corey Sandhagen knocks out Marlon Moraes in impressive fashion, I mean, he arguably does it more impressively than the former champion, Henry Cejudo, by the way, he wouldn't stop tweeting last night, goodness God, Henry Cejudo, you're retired, you have no opinions on anything that happens in the sport. No, I'm just kidding. But no, like, it's just so freaking, like, oh, my God, he's so cringy when he tries to, like, talk shit to other, you know, fighters who are active and all that. It's like, Henry, come on, man. If you're not fighting, if you're not going to be competing in this weight class, it's, it's severely annoying, to be honest with you, to see his tweets like that. And he's like an annoying little kid. And he's, he's like an annoying little kid. He reminds me of that. So it's just like, oh, my God, I, I can't believe this. Uh, but then at the end of the day, like I said, the fights were great. Corey Sanhagen obviously looked great. Um, to be honest with you guys, I picked Marlon Marais because I just felt like, you know, the championship experience of Marlon, um, obviously former champion, I, I feel that he's better on the ground. And obviously it's what I get for judging Corey Sanhagen for after his last fight. You know, you look at the grappling sensation, you know, the gra- sensational grappling, excuse me, of Algernon Sterling. You look at how fucking amazing Algernon Sterling looked uh, against Corey Sanhagen. And, you know, it wasn't the most impressive performance I've ever seen. But for Algernon Sterling, that performance, that fault, I mean, it was an amazing performance. Don't get me wrong. But, like, yeah, what I'm trying to say is that he has more amazing performances to, to, like, you know, to come still. Obviously, if you look at how he's evolved over the years, Alterman, certainly, that only shows you how good he is, man. I mean, he he is fighting for the title next. I do believe it firmly nine times out of ten. What the fuck does that say? Oh. I would, I want to, like, comment on my, like, surroundings and shit when I want to say some things, but I can't. Um, 
So yeah, like I said, that only shows that only uh, uh, shows you how good Aljamain Sterling is, and you know, Corey Sanhagen's right up there, man. I just thought that his grab, I thought Marlon's grappling was pretty solid. So um, you know, I just you know, I thought he would use his grappling more so like that. But in the end, Corey Sanhagen throws like a spinny fucking heel kick, drops Marlon, goes to the finish instantly. Blood. Nasty ground and pound and, uh, and all that, and he, you know he gets the job done in an impressive fashion. And dare I say that this card was the most, you know, like not what is it, underlooked card, but underwatched card. I did see something like that, the most underwatched card. Not like you know, it wasn't like the most stacked. As you see. so like if you if you're a casual fan and you looked at the matchups and the lineups and all that, he, honestly, you wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't be necessarily as excited, in my opinion. I don't think you'll be as excited, but that's the best part about this sport. That's the best part about these fights. I was like, dude, these guys are fighting like, 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 like they just got, like they, they, someone put in a gun to their head and said, you better fucking do a good damn good fight or you can cut. You know, they're all fighting like their jobs are on the line and it's like absolutely delivered amazing performances back to back, I mean. Jesus, dude, it was it was an amazing card. It was one of the most exciting cards that I think I've watched in a long time. Obviously, I had uh, I had work right as uh, Marcus Perez was, was about to fight, so I wasn't able to finish him. But I was able was able to watch early prelims and stuff like that. So let's shout out some notables. How about uh, Frank Mir's cousin? Not really. Uh, what was his name? Tom Aspinall. Yeah, Tom Tom Aspinall. Um, where, where, uh, where is it? Tracy Cortez with the win. She defeated uh, Stephanie Ager by unanimous decision. Dominant, 30-27 on the cards. Um, Joaquin Buckley, oh my goodness. That, that, that heel kick, that fucking shit out of a video game. That was unbelievable. Chris Dawkins with the win over Rodrigo Nascimento. Um, Tom Breeze with an amazing uh, knockout win. Uh, TKL in the first round, uh, and then you go from there to Tom Aspinall, Frank Mir's cousin. I get Tom Aspinall reminds me of Frank Mir so much. It is he has that look. He has the same fucking hair. He kind of has the same same face and tattoos and shit like that. Um, Frank Mir like vibes, dude. He finished that guy so fucking fast. That was amazing, man. A crazy fucking win. He won fast too, dude. It was absolutely insane, man. Fucking Tom Aspinall looked fucking amazing. Uh, who else got? I mean, other than that, man, there's a lot of amazing performances. Marcin Tybura in the win column again over Ben Rothwell. Yeah, it was a win for him. Edson Barboso looking fantastic at 145 uh, pounds. And you know, it's so amazing. It, it is amazing, man. It, Edson Barbosa looked physically fit at 145, man. He, he defeated Maquan Americano by uh, unanimous decision. Though I did think that he would win. Side note for me on, uh, on Edson Barbosa. I just thought that he fought a lot of really good guys up at 155 pounds. And he's got to be, man. He fought, he fought everybody, so, like, um, you know, I, I didn't think that he was going to be outmatching Maritani. He's very, very good. He's very, very good, but, you know, Edson's a little bit better. You know, he's, uh, obviously, he's a monster. He's obviously, he's going to show that he has championship level material down at 145 pounds. But, you know, who would have thought that Edson Barbosa would have ended up being a Thinking about how big he is, how fast he is. A crazy move, but then I see a crazy move. You got Jose Aldo down in the 35, got Frankie down in the 35. It's crazy. So a lot of these guys are moving up or moving down throughout the later parts of their career. But you know, a lot of people say in their heads that he is, uh, you know, at 145 pounds. So congrats to uh, Edson Barbosa. And now we can move along to what's next on the show. Appreciate you guys for coming here quickly. Follow us on. Twitter and Instagram, KWTK Pod, GU King Official on Instagram, Twitter, GU King, GT King Official as well. Um, anchor.fm forward slash KWTK Pod, you know, 
Cole's next. So obviously Cole is playing a major performance. Um, I do think he should be. He, he said he wants to fight Frankie Edgar, which he was originally scheduled to fight him. I think well, that was when Frankie got pulled. That was I think that was when uh, let me see. It was when Frankie got pulled to fight Prima Zombie at 145. And he had originally set, was set to make his championship debut at 135. So he got pulled to fight um, Prima Zombie because Brian Ortega was pulled from the fight yet again. That's like coming up, by the way. I'm really excited for it. But, um, you know, he got pulled and Frankie ended up getting stopped. And, you know, then, then you know, fast forward, he makes his Bantamweight debut. Who did he fight again? Who did Frankie fight at Bantamweight? a serious blank right now. I am drawing a serious blank. Frankie fought someone at 135 pounds and he was successful. Hold on, let me see. Let me pull up Frankie Edgar's Wikipedia because I don't like having a blank. I don't like drawing blanks either, so we'll get to see uh see who he fought. Who, who did this motherfucker fight? Oh, okay, okay. Never mind. I remember that. Pedro Munoz. If you put a gun to my head and had me remember that shit, I don't think I would have been able to. Pedro Munoz. It's a very close fight. Very, you know, crazy fight for Frankie. Like I said, that was a crazy fight for him. He jumped right in the top five of the division with that crazy win. I wasn't like, you know, a super exciting win. It was a must win. It was an interesting win for him. And it was something that he needed to do. Shout out to Danik and Corey. Corey said he wants to fight Frankie. Or, or the returning TJ Dillashaw, who is set to return next year. And it seems like forever since he's So wait has been long, but the sport moves along, and you know, we still were able to see some great fights, um, some new emerging contenders, some very exciting fights. Fight of the night, fight of the year, contenders, and the title switch in your hands, and Henry Brudo vacating. And, Peter Yan being the champion now and all this other different exciting shit. Since CJ's in Dark, so it's gonna be interesting to see him get back. Not saying that CJ doesn't have the skill or anything like that, but you know, it's gonna be interesting because he has a lot of new challenges and you know the division isn't as dry and we've got some good fighters down at 135 and 145 pounds. He's absolutely stacked. The Boris Sanhagen getting a getting the job done, uh, you know, it's actually, you know, it's, it's phenomenal, it's, it's very, uh, very phenomenal, very, you know, very phenomenal win for Corey, a lot of people, um, doubted him, a lot of people, you know, I, I didn't mean, like, I'm not saying that I doubted him, I just felt, you know, a smart formulated game plan, you look at the grappling, it's perfect, so it's the grappling of, uh, of, Marlon Rice, I mean, we haven't necessarily seen him grapple too much, something like that, but, um, but we have, and we know that obviously he does roll with some of the best, he trains with some of the best over there in New Jersey originally, and, um, yeah, so it's not like, uh, it's not like he's, a uh, slouch on the ground, he did gas out against, uh, what's his name, Henry, yeah, Henry Sudo, yeah, I forgot his name for a second, but yeah, he did gas out, man, and, um, what's it called and then after that yeah so like I said he's better on the ground I, I'd like to say he's better but then you look at Corey Corey's pretty good too he has a, some real good chokes and submissions and stuff like that so um I just I don't know I thought maybe like the championship experience probably would have been a little bit more on Marlon's side um, because you know what's his name Corey hasn't really had championship level experience not to my knowledge but um it's interesting it'll be interesting to see because he, he has some really good elusive footwork, some good movement. He's very quick, very tall. I didn't realize he was 5'11". 5'11 for that division. That's almost, that's taller than me. Well, I don't know. Am I really that short? But, yeah, man. So, uh, it was pretty good. Uh, really, really good win. It was a really good fight night, too. So, I'm very, very excited to see what's going to be next see what's going to happen, to see what the fuck happens with Aljamain Sterling and Peter Yan. <coughs> Let it be known if 
Aljamain Sterling wins in impressive fashion against Peter Yan, then I don't know. It's not. I don't know necessarily if it's gonna defeat the purpose for a rematch, but it's gonna be hard. It, like re realistically, for like a lot of hardcore fans, a lot of people that want to bet, a lot of people that know the fight game, like really, really deeply and stuff like that. Um, you know, it, it's gonna basically be like you know, it's gonna be uh, hard to see a rematch happening any differently than the first fight. Because, you know, Aljamain Sterling's grappling was the best thing that he had before he even started, when he, before he was really even solidly striking and beating people on the feet, the way he beat, pieced up Pedro Munoz, the way, you know, the way he's like, the way he's been winning and all that. So, um, yeah, so, I mean, he, he, he's been winning really good. He's been winning in an amazing fashion like that, stuff like that, so, you know. Um, Aljamain Sterling is a championship-level material fighter. I mean, um, Peter Yan, however, ladies and gentlemen. Peter Yan looks amazing as well. Peter Yan's a f fantastic boxer. I mean, obviously, as more than a boxer, he knocked out Faber on the, with the head kick. Oh, my leg. My leg fell asleep. I was like sitting down for a long time. Yeah, I mean, he stopped Faber with the head kick. So, obviously, he's no, like, he's no slouchered or anything like that. But, you know, skill-wise, I, I don't think that he's soundly fought him. I mean, he's beat some really good guys. He's beat, like I said, I, I don't like to sit here and slouch or, or shame the fighters that they fought. I mean, it's either fighters you call out or more times than not, the fight that the UFC offers. And you have the choice to take it or not have a fight.
able to fight for him. I, I mean, a young, hungry stud like that. I mean, Pedro Munoz, ladies and gentlemen, isn't a young guy. He's, he's young, but he's not one of those young and up-and-coming, like, surging. He's not surging. I mean, obviously, he's coming off a loss and winning a loss in this division, let alone this sport, depending on how high he
looked and you know how he you know how he is um like you know I mean, I'm not, I'm not laughing, that's fucked up to laugh about, but I'm not laughing saying that, like, it's bad. I mean, I, I believe what we're doing, we're not going to get into talking. 
talking about that, but that's not the point. That's not what we're talking about. Everybody deserves to get paid equally, especially if you work in a job, especially if you work in a certain person, you know? And uh, the type of job or what you're doing, I mean, I believe men and women are equal in a lot of ways. A lot of ways are a lot tougher than men. I, I think about it all the time. That still doesn't fit me, well. That, that, that's the concept of the thing where I was like, oh my god, this is crazy to say that. Is that even like a thing 10 years ago, 40 years ago? I mean, I feel like some of these words people have are coming up with. I think that's all we got, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate you guys for joining us here on the show. I'm going to save a little bit of the battery life for later because, like I said, I do have work and I don't have access to a plug. And I really want to continue the show. If there's anything else, oh, just to touch base, one last thing. Um,
gathered together to do something like that, there's no fucking way. Oh, you're fired, you're fired, you're fired, you're fired, you're on fire. Free speech is a thing in America, and if enough people get together, these two guys are just
wear a fucking mask and stay out of trouble. We're out of this bitch. Bye, folks.